0: Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for our wages. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Look alive,
0: Fringers. It's 2099 and we are live and loud in the underground. From the streets to the scar. Keep your chip hidden, your gun loaded, and never trade your soul for souls. Turn it up and let them know. Big Brother is watching. Time to put on a show.
2: Hello, Fringers. Howdy, Sirens of Titan and Trafalmadorians. Welcome to episode 10 of Neon Trails and Identical Actual Play. I am your game runner, the Caleb G. It's November. The holidays are looming. Nights are finally falling earlier. It's a little gloomy, but we are here to cheer you up, have some fun. Let's say hello to our cast who have become unstuck in time. First up, trapped in the amber of this moment, it is Mallow playing Galen
3: hello Uh, we're damned after all through fortune and flame we fall and if you can stay then I'll show you the way to return to the ashes you call
4: hi
2: Mm, makes you think makes you think next up it's very exciting for her taking his dignity away in the name of love it's wild playing B.
1: stop it's hammer time I was going to say in the name of love, but you know, <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. Hi, guys.
2: <laughs> he is a victim of a series of accidents, as are we all. It's Pete playing dog. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent holy work. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 Hi. <laughs> 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 and the purpose of human life no matter who is controlling it is to love whoever is around to be loved it's Lauren playing drawl.
1: I approve this message good evening
2: and everything is beautiful and nothing hurt it's Ethan playing Mox.
5: Is it bad that at first I thought "Unstuck in Time" was a Babylon Five reference, and then I realized that made me way too nerdy? No, not (laughs) here. For this, (laughs) not
6: here. Same thing.
2: Equally nerdy, just in different ways. No one listens
7: to
0: Zathras. No, no. (laughs) You're safe here
2: and let's get some housekeeping out of the way identico is of course live every tuesday here on twitch.tv identico we are alternating games of chaos incorporated and neon trails every week at 6 or 7 p.m pacific 9 or 10 p.m eastern you can of course see the episode archives how to play videos and our other nonsense On YouTube.com slash Identico. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us some comments about your favorite quotes that are definitely from books, but are maybe from TV shows or whatever you want. Follow us on the socials for announcements and news. Look for us at Identico or at Humanoid Games at whatever social media platforms are in existence currently. Be sure to visit playidentico.com where you can read the basic core rules for free, find our latest adventure, The Good Doctor, pick up books, the game runner's screen, other merchandise. Oh my goodness, look at all these people showing off their books. It is just magnificent. If you're with us on Twitch right now, spend those channel points, give us some re-rolls. I think the crew is going to need them tonight because they are going to get into some shenanigans Uh, And also check out our show affiliate, Greenleaf Geek, for some very cool dice. Uh, Mr. Mallow, anything else you want to share with us tonight? Uh,
3: Just that, as you see, that it came up in the live stream, we have a second YouTube channel. What? Uh, Go on over to YouTube.com slash at HumanoidGayHQ. At Humanoid HQ, we're trying to make sure that it gets to uh, YouTube.com slash Humanoid HQ. If you were a fan of Identico After Dark back in the day, uh, Alex and I are coming back with that. Uh, So check that out. Uh, We also have Twitch.tv slash Humanoid HQ. Uh, where we will be streaming all of that content and a lot lot more uh, coming up here soon So go take a look at that if you don't and you haven't subscribed already over there Please do drop a like tell us what you love uh, You'll see a lot of additional content that we already have up on that channel. Uh, so go check it out Also, and thank you. This is the first one. I think we've been back since a catacon. Thank you for coming out to a catacomb uh, We sold out of books. I'm really sorry about that. There was only so many I could bring uh, I'll bring more next time uh, but it was so good meeting all of you wonderful, beautiful people out there. So, I appreciate y'all coming in. Mwah.
2: Special, special catacomb kiss for everybody who came out. Yes. <sighs> well, let's take a step into the Wayback Machine and remember what happened last time on Neon Trails. The crew entered the small shack and met Chev, one of the miners in the settlement. Chev told them how the miners had found some underground caves, but then were trapped by the horned monsters. However, Dog poked some big holes in the story. And with a request from B to find a bathroom, things took a wild turn, because Chev took the crew down into an old missile silo that supposedly the miners had found. After a long conversation, the crew figures out that the miners are being held against their will, and they decided to help. They went with Chev down to the lowest level of the silo and were confronted by an armed individual and his guards. It was revealed that this guy found something in the silo and had captured some of the creatures young to keep them at bay. Mox saw a scientist's spark in this individual and convinced him to demonstrate what he'd been working on. We then saw a giant pit full of thick, black, bubbling ichor that Mox immediately recognized from having it splattered all across his face. The mysterious guy then revealed that by injecting himself with said ichor, he is able to transform into a terrible, monstrous hybrid of the skull, staghorned, creepy monster thingies. And uh, that, that's where we left off with him telling Mox that he was ready to
3: sell to the highest bidder. Chat would like to remind you that last episode will be always known as the Piss episode uh, because <laughs> Dog did, did due diligence to make sure we had a great distraction by doing that.
2: Uh, maybe we need to go back and rename that show. <laughs> <laughs> or
3: change, or change the title. <laughs>
2: But here we are. Mox, you are uh, facing down a, a big, creepy guy.
5: And one of the last things I recall saying to him, not the last, but one of the last was, are you still in there, buddy? And he explained how
7: he is fully in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, um, take this the wrong way, but you're very... Very intimidating looking right now. And, you know, that's a testament to what you've created. uh, Are you able to just um, not be that whenever you decide? Uh,
2: You hear a rasping, rumbling laugh kind of start in this thing's belly and echo out through the skull and it kind of turns into a little bit of a cough, and you see the reverse of that terrible transformation you saw just seconds ago. It is incredibly unnerving to see not only a person who was about your height a little bit shorter <laughs> uh, Hulk transform into a giant bird monstrosity and but then just to reverse it like it, it's just boggling to your mind to see this much flesh and muscle start to fold in on itself and drink down it doesn't make sense physically and scientifically how this is happening to you and that rational part of your brain that's trying to figure it out is kind of suppressing the biological urge to just either vomit everything out of your stomach or maybe also both shriek and run at how disgusting this is but you stand there trying to figure it out and eventually this guy is is back uh in in humanoid form he's uh kind of crouching on the ground his uh his clothing has pretty much shredded off he's panting heavily there's uh, steam rising from his body and he kind of gets back to his feet (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> Mox is going to grab just like a, uh, you know, lab style. Uh, you know, what's the word? I'm, like, not scrubs, but it's like that one piece kind of sure. thing that goes over that is there. Just grabs one that's hanging and just
2: kind of tosses it to him. Uh, and he, like, it falls across his body and kind of uh, lands on the ground a little bit. He's not together enough to catch it. But then he sees it and picks it up and kind of pulls it over himself. Thanks. Uh, <clears throat> Believe it or not, I've gotten way better at uh, handling all of this. <coughs> uh, of course, uh, the final, the finished product is going to be <clears throat> much easier to. <coughs> and he hacks up a loogie of this icker and kind of spits it on the ground. It's good. The finished project is going to be so much better. Uh, in a transition both into and out of the combat state uh, within the next week, couple weeks of trial cycles will be operating on all cylinders. This is genuinely,
7: genuinely incredible. It, I consider myself a uh, student of the sciences. I'll admit biology is not my main pursuit, but what I just thought... I don't even fully understand how you
2: did that. It was complicated. It was very confu- uh, very confusing to figure out how to make it all come together, um but I'm 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 real happy with the end results. As you should be. Uh, Now, do you mind my asking? And I start, like,
5: trying to just do the whole while having a conversation and moving towards the door thing, trying to pull him just by my slow movements, make him
7: walk that way as well. Do you mind Mm -hmm. my asking? How much uh, for, like, one dose of this are you going to be selling this for? Because this, (laughs) you could charge anything you wanted
2: uh well uh, sin- single dose for uh, the average consumer few thousand souls uh, definitely bulk discount though uh, if you get a six pack um, corporate Corporate sponsorship is what I'm really after. Uh not we all? <laughs> <laughs> the buyers. Yeah, the the, the buyers. I, I talked about. We're we're talking weapons contracts. We're talking uh, government contracts. This is this is lots of zeros. Lots of zeros, friendo. My friend, you're going to change the world. As long as I get paid first, I don't care what happens. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen. And and he's walking with you like that is totally working. You're charismatically feeding into his ego, and now, you're kind may of. may I make
7: a one suggestion? Have you I- thought about putting something? Now, this may be out there, but you know, look at me. Uh, something maybe uh, that keeps them coming back. You know, other than just how incredible your product is. Maybe uh well, you know, Big Tobacco had a bit of a good idea there with that whole addiction thing, you know, keep it coming back. And um, maybe something like that thrown in there.
2: He he stops a second and looks at you like you have just given him the the biggest dose of inspiration and genius idea. He never would have thought of that. That's, oh my God, that's fucking brilliant. And that would... Uh, have my moments. Rare, uh, big this. Oh, and that would help so much with some of the after effects and the pain management. Oh my God, that is fucking amazing.
7: You don't have and,
2: after effects if you never fully come off, eh? Hey, eh? you no. And he starts uh, kind of muttering and mumbling to himself in this stream of consciousness thinking and he's like he checks his pockets to look for his glow or something to write with and of course he's not wearing his original clothes so he he's looking around and he starts to head off there's actually a workstation there's a couple workstations in here but he kind of peels off from you and makes a beeline to a workstation and you see him grab a tablet and uh, like a writing stylus and he starts scribbling stuff down.
5: As he is turning his back, could I please use that moment to try to palm the C4 back out
2: of my pouch? Absolutely. So here's what we're going to do. He is not paying attention to you at all. He, He is swept up in the ecstasy of scientific development. However, you are still in front of the door you walked through and through that door are the rest of your crew and the four
3: armed guards. Just, so just I- for a, cause we can see into that hut now, right? All the oh, oh yeah. Down. Is this guy just straight up naked? Uh, he's, he's got like a, uh, an open robe. Got Is this it.
0: Paper showing. <laughs>
4: This
3: is butt. <laughs> it's probably his butt, on. right? Well, it's I'm the just the getting full. Open. It's a full moon tonight, right? It's his
2: his butt's definitely hanging out. Yeah, Give me it, one of your poetic descriptions. you see two of them Their poetic descriptions. Sculpted cheeks of flesh in a wonderful uh sunkissed sun-kissed tan, uh m- rippling with muscle as he walks away from you uh, very busy and focused on uh, writing down some scientific concepts. Wow, smart and ripped butt. Dog can't compete like that. <laughs> Get it, Mox. Tur- turning into a giant monster back and forth has a, a great, uh, you know, great, great uh, it's help. It's gonna be benefits. huge with the bodybuilding community. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. sinewy. Yeah, lots of sinews, lots of tendons popping out all over the place. It's the new bro culture, <laughs> but yes. So uh, I'm going to have you still make a slight of hand check. Um, the guards are still looking at the rest of the crew. Oh, uh, I think I see a twenty. Is that what you're showing us there? <laughs> love it all right so yeah you uh tell me what you do tell me tell me what you do as you kind of i pushed a talk on and you <laughs> didn't hear any of that i didn't but i i got the gist of what you were saying i'm so glad that we were able to <laughs> communicate, <laughs> communicate anyway it's gonna be so awesome when the podcast <laughs> listeners very, oh yeah hear this exchange yeah. Yeah. no idea gonna, why there was a
5: dead uh, silence right there <laughs> great work it. ethan you're doing great we're
2: professionals
5: so um Yeah, as he, as soon as the, because Mox was waiting for this moment, Mm -hmm. waiting Mm -hmm. for some opportunity. So as soon as he turns his back, Mox just, the hand very, there's nothing fancy going on here because when it comes to sleight of hand, simplicity is frequently best. So just goes in, grabs it and just kind of leans back, you know, had already picked out where he wanted to place it now. I have a question for you, GM. Before I do this, is that sleight of hand just covering me removing it, or would it
2: also cover me planting it? <laughs> uh, well, it's gonna be the whole thing. Oh, yeah. cool. you did uh, then, get a yeah. natural twenty.
5: Cool. Uh, for the record, that is a total of twenty-two. Um, so is going to you know just do a quick lean back against the wall where he was going to place it, and is just deftly without looking putting it in, posi- in position and just gives a look over as he's scribbling a look back through to all the people in the other room it's really cool so you know
7: we got some great I mean he's got some great ideas I just think Jeff did one thing or him though with her to come up with it
2: <clears throat> so uh, the rest of you that were standing in this uh, quasi conference room with the long animal cage you you saw Mox and this other guy walk away. you don't you did not you did not have a clear view of the well and the mining equipment around it. you saw stuff over there but it was a little bit obscured. you definitely heard the uh, fleshy transformation but you didn't see all of it. Uh, and then you heard the reverse of it, which is just, like, flesh ripping and, like, weird popping. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Can you do some Foley work? Oh, no, God. I can't. Not at all. Thank you very much. You're welcome. is uh, that
1: your job? <laughs> that is your job. If
5: it's not sipping from a container... Uh, I, <laughs>
2: I could
0: have brought hey, down I, have some, I got more range than that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess
2: right, I could continue. have brought down some bubble wrap. I I'll go get some bubble wrap next time. Uh this is a recurring character. Uh and then you saw both of them kind of walk back and then you saw uh the guy who's now mostly naked kind of run over and Mox is standing there at the uh kind of gateway. Do you still have the four armed guards with shotguns? They're not menacing you they're not threatening you or standing like close to you but they're still there <clears throat> and uh after a second or two one of them goes uh hey hey boss uh what are we doing here and the guy is working and you, you just hear him writing. It there's some work. You hear him, you just hear him writing and working, and uh, he doesn't respond. And then, don't that you guard, know
7: not to interrupt the scientist when he has had inspiration? <laughs> what do you find these people?
2: Uh, and he just continues working. Um, so the guards kind of look at each other for a second. Um, uh, and then the one that spoke up was like, uh, let's. Let's put them with the rest of the, the the minor schmucks. Let's let's take them over there.
3: <laughs> and I like that you think we're going anywhere, friend. Uh,
2: uh yeah. Come on, this way. And and they all <laughs> they start to move towards you, uh, not raising their shotguns to shoot, but more just kind of that's good for them, threatening, menacing telling you to move.
0: This is how you treat your marketing team? Come on, man.
2: Look, uh, I, I don't know who who the fuck you are or why you're down here. He's off in one of his fucking tangents. I, we, we, we're just going to lock this place down. We're going to lock everything down until we know what's going on. Uh, over here, up the stairs, let's go.
6: We're not leaving without our friend. Okay. So just keep working. We'll be here. Don't worry about it.
2: They get much closer to you and raise their shotguns and start trying to shove you out of this little tent area back towards the steps.
3: God damn your breath stinks, boy.
1: You're not cute enough to be up in my space like this, so you need to back the fuck up.
3: Y'all get toothpaste down here. Was that on the truck that we were supposed to be delivering? Was toothpaste
1: on that list? Oh shit, that makes sense.
3: Because y'all giving a real rival to the British right now. No offense to our fans in Britain. We love you. It's okay.
2: Uh, if you're if you're offended by that that is the mallow man <laughs> <at> <laughs> you can you can at me Identico on Twitter. yeah <laughs> uh we love beans don't be mad <laughs> we love beans on toast so uh the the, uh, the guards kind of look at each other the one that was uh making the decision kind of trying to strong arm all of you he stops for a second, kind of glares at you mouthing off at him, and then uh he quickly raises his shotgun to try to hit Galen with like the butt end of it
4: <laughs>
2: so uh, let's let's do a quick opposed melee attack here, and then we'll roll initiative.
3: That's cool because I got under arrest, where I can easily disarm people.
2: It's like I planned this. <laughs> I rolled a twenty-one. What did he roll? Oh my god, so much lower. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, uh, like he. Was looking away from you at his partners, but you saw him shifting his weight and his arms. So you saw this shot coming a a million miles away. Uh, You saw him uh, like drop his shoulder so he could bring the butt of the shotgun like up towards your chin you can easily sidestep this. Describe that for me. Are you, like, matrixing out of the way? Are you letting it brush
3: past you? Uh, I think we need to uh, de-escalate this situation a little bit. So as he goes, we're just going to kind of sidestep and then just kind of take our hand uh, with the other one in, uh almost kind of like jujitsu, but we're going to just kind of take that up and over him a little bit and just point it into his back. Uh, With his own shotgun and just, uh, you know, just just let him know that, uh, you know, we ain't going nowhere. That's what that's what's happening. Draw said we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere.
2: All right. Uh, Instead of an initiative check, I would like you to make me an intimidation check.
3: Not bad. That's an 18. 17 on the die, plus one.
2: I'll take that. Okay, so the rest of you all saw this guy try to swing at Galen. You saw him jujitsu the gun out of the way. It is suddenly in his hands at this guy's back. This guy raises his hands. You see a little bit of panic across his face. Um, The other three guards look at each other, confused. They're not sure what to do. You all have a split second to take control of this situation before they make a rash decision. So what would you all like to do?
6: wants to be really dumb about this be dumb okay so she well yeah that's all i needed uh she is going to uh pull out two um palm two combat knives from either pocket of her legs and uh walk slightly forward putting uh like to where she's kind of crossed slightly over Galen in the front. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, she pats the sides of her leg. I said, we're not leaving without our friend. I suggest you get back to work.
2: All right. Give me an intimidation check.
4: (laughs)
5: It's under Charisma.
6: Oh, I found it. <laughs> 19 plus 1. 20. All right.
2: So the other three guards are standing there. You position yourself uh, in this stance. You make it very clear with your body language, what your intent is. And you have been in enough tense situations over the years that you recognize another player. You recognize that these are not just... Random dudes with shotguns. You see the training. You see the muscle control. They are clearly recognizing your skill as well, but they're not backing down. And you realize not the danger of the moment, but you are you realize you're walking that knife's edge of where is this going to lie? And you're not sure.
6: Um, recognizing this, she goes from like a defensive, very in charge stance, um, to where she casually slides her shoulder back behind Galen as if to kind of give up a little bit of room. Um, she's going to let the slack out of her shoulders, hack mm. a hip to the side, hold either knife to her side. Come on guys. You don't want to do this.
2: Uh, is anybody else doing anything to support this moment? To add to it? To subtract from it? Help me! Someone do something! Uh,
0: uh, uh, uh. Dog's gonna try to do his best to make himself vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Finger, just try to and create a distraction, or just to cause confusion in the moment. Okay, I,
1: knew I was <laughs> planning this to mean Margaret. This is so much better.
2: <laughs> All right, um, do you, why don't you give me a performance check? Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I'm just really oh, no.
5: envisioning Caleb's tussed. notes and the hours of prep that he put in. And so far, we have tried vomiting, <laughs>
3: and, well, pissing. and pissing yourself, <laughs> and Does getting lengthy so descriptions
2: well? of butts. <laughs> We're in our golden years right now. This is perfect. I don't, I I don't do this
0: because I like it. I just, it's, I just, it's got to be done. Uh, You're being responsible. Really, I yeah, and I'm really regretting that Charisma's dog's dump stat. <laughs> like, <laughs> every episode i'm just like why why was that my dump stat okay oh hey look at that uh with a negative two to Carisma, <laughs> that is a 17
2: Oof. all right um really so gotta get it out yeah yeah you you pull on maybe an old memory of uh some food poisoning you had it might have been last week it may have been in your childhood Anything can happen with dog. Um, you're not like you're not actually vomiting, but you're putting on a great performance, and this absolutely works to split the attention of the remaining guards. And I feel like that was the tactical intent of this move. So right now yeah. we've got one guy who's. Frozen, Galen has a shotgun to his back. Uh, There's three other ones. The one that uh, Drawl had kind of been eyeing down. And now the other two have shifted their attention over to this spectacle that Dog is creating. So absolutely, we have some chaos being sown here. Is there anything anyone would like to do to take advantage of that?
5: As this is happening, quick question. Has our lead scientist noticed this, or is he still in the throes of inspiration?
2: Let's find out. He is, he looks up at the noise, but then does the, that's not important, and goes back to work, kind of head shake. So he is still distracted. Mox would like to just casually head that a little
5: towards where he is, that whole desk with his notes and all of that. Okay,
2: Not absolutely. moving over him, just moving closer. Sure. He glances over his shoulder at you. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if you want to look at, at what we're doing here, um, you're, you're a smart guy. Look. And he just kind of gestures at the table. Mox is going to do everything
5: outside of take his glow out and take a picture. He is going to try to memorize as much <laughs> as he can. Like, genuinely would do that if that if he didn't know that that would violate some uh, okay. things. But it's just,
7: oh, yeah, amazing. All
2: right. Um, give me... A hmm. Do you have any skills that are correspond to science? Many. Sciencing.
5: I mean, I have uh, uh, do electronics, have, but this isn't electronics.
2: Yeah. Um, um, biology, medics. Do you have anything along those lines?
5: I have some medics. Where is <laughs> biology? I'm not seeing that. Uh, but I have I'm, medical, and I have science. Generally
2: speaking give me a medical 21 holy crap all right um, you very quickly get a very good overall concept of what he's doing um you could not replicate the formulas from memory but you understand the core concept of what he's pulling off, that there is a, um, a a mutagenic substance that already had mutating properties that he then manipulated further to increase the... Uh, to make it more potent, I should have said, to, to make it more applicable to a person, to kind of customize it, uh, you see that he also did a lot with uh, his own genetic code. So it's almost like this was customized for him, but you also see that the um, the principles are sound that he could kind of cut and paste it to anybody.
5: Alright, so yeah, that's what Mox is doing during this. Okay.
2: Rest of the group?
1: Uh, While everybody is facing off with guards and or puking on their piss-stained pants, Mm -hmm. um, B is going to take out her survival bow as quietly as possible. Okay. And knock an explosive arrow and start kind of like slowly, but... Pulling it back.
2: Who are you aiming aiming.
1: at? Well, she's a little indecisive at first. But I think it would be easiest if we went after the scientist. Because then it would be a distraction over there. Okay. And the guards might run to it.
2: Okay. So, uh, is your intent to try to take this shot without them noticing or is your intent to use that to threaten them to back down?
1: My intent is to watch what Mox is doing. All right. Because so, I know we separated and that is m- more of a priority. Please don't blow me up. <laughs> I'll do my best. I could put you back together. I know how to do it.
2: Yay! All right. So, based on the distraction that Dog has, is performing currently, and based on what both Galen and Drawl did successfully, you are able to uh, draw your arrow and aim it towards the scientist without these guards reacting. They are clearly busy doing other things right now. The scientist is also not noticed because he's locked in uh, doing his work.
5: I have something but I it I would like everyone else to do what they're going to do first. Just
3: Did did the guard in front of me twitch?
2: Um he definitely uh jumped a little bit when dog started heaving. How much and, uh
3: how much damage does that shotgun do?
2: A lot. <laughs> uh what what hold on. What kind of shotgun was it? I uh it was a combat shotgun with, um, that is 3D12. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you.
0: Well, does he have a slug or a buckshot?
2: I was going to say they were slugs. Jesus
4: Christ. Okay. <laughs> Ow.
3: So it's 3D12, you said? Yeah. Uh, that's 24 damage into his back.
2: So when the when this guy just jumps because uh, because dog is pretending to throw up you you shoot him I love it okay cool how much damage did you say it was
3: 20 24 24 oh my god okay I, ro- I rolled uh, I rolled high on the d12s <laughs> all right
2: so uh, in the midst of this uh, moment of chaos, Thunder rips through the building, echoing off of the silo walls as this shotgun erupts. And once again, blood and gore splatters across the group as a hole just punches through this guy's chest and he drops to the ground, bleeding out. The other guards... uh react to this and immediately uh, pull up their shotguns and draw on the rest of you. Uh, Most of the guns are all aimed at Galen because he just shot one of their friends.
6: Can I quick draw and throw a knife?
2: Absolutely. You can. Who would you like to throw a knife at?
6: Who's the quickest to their gun? Um, I'm, I'm backing Galen up here because I, I see I was just about to throw some knives and I said that he blew and I was like, oh, look through so, the hole of the guys he falls.
2: <laughs> so uh there was three other guards. One of them was kind of in line with you, and the other two had turned like kind of a quarter turn to look at dog, and this is all happening like split second. One of those other guards, kind of in the middle of this group of three, had just a little bit of uh, more speed pulling his shotgun up, uh, aiming towards Galen.
6: That one.
2: So, yeah, go ahead.
6: So, she is going to fling it right out, aiming for an elbow so that he loses the ability to hold his gun. Um, Perfect. And so it says combat knife right here.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: It says three slash one for speed.
2: So uh, if you're just going to do one as a called shot, that's just throwing one.
6: Fantastic.
2: So that'll just be uh, your D20 roll plus your agility. I have to hit.
6: 21.
2: <laughs> this dude didn't have a chance. All right. So uh, within a second, as he is pulling the shotgun up to his shoulder, his arm suddenly gives out and he just screeches in pain and a combat knife is now buried to the hilt through his arm. And... Uh, his, his overalls, his coveralls are starting to very quickly soak through with blood he uh, like he doesn't drop the shotgun completely but he loses his concentration uh, he is no longer pointing a gun at Galen and he is yelping, screeching in pain uh, let's have everyone roll initiative for doing things in order
3: Oh, very nice. Oh, jeez, Dog's giving us the eyebrows. Hello. Oh, it. boy. Yeah. All
2: right. Uh, draw has a five. Okay.
4: Yeah.
2: Mox had a six. Fourteen. Four- oh, fourteen
1: same
5: you Mm. probably have a higher initiative than me mine's a plus one
1: hold on i didn't even check that oh mine's a plus one too
5: so you got a 15 oh
1: yeah then you got 15 yeah Yeah. that's how you play the game guys yay
6: uh
2: dog what did you have an 11 mid as ever and galen
3: no 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 19
2: Perfect. Alright. Top of the order,
3: Galen. Uh, All of
2: this has happened in a split second here.
3: I mean, if one is good, more is better, right? Sure. So the I'm assuming there's another guard that's very upset with me at this point.
2: <laughs> so yeah, you you dropped there's a a guard bleeding out on the ground in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh there is uh, a guard kind of to your left and to your right, the one in front of you more or less has a knife in his arm and he's really concentrated on that right now
3: okay uh and the guard to the left would be the first one that could hit b correct yeah okay we're we're gonna hit that guy uh, go for it. combat shotgun is two or three d d20, d20 I forget I'm not aiming. Uh, I, I think it's two. Okay. Hold on. Yep, yeah, two slash one. Perfect. Let's go with that. <laughs> it's not a good day for him. <laughs> well, what did he roll on defense? Uh, four. Well, I rolled a 14 and a nat 20.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. All right, uh, so you've got two solid hits on this guy.
3: Yeah. Galen wasn't fucking around. He was pissed off last episode, and now you've got little children in a cage kind of thing. Like, yeah, they're monsters, but they're little baby monsters. Yeah. So, all right. uh,
2: The monsters, by the way, are all yelping, so uh, they're yeah. adding to, to the chaos of the noise. Uh, you've got uh, kind of a very high-pitched, like... Um, like baby dogs who yeah. are very upset.
3: So he kinda turns around before he takes a shot. He's like, shh shh, shh. it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. BAM BAM! Bam Bam! <laughs> uh, all right. all right. first location is the body for Twenty Seven.
2: And where where that Nat
3: twenty hit, buddy? In the, body. <laughs> also in the body. I rolled a three on that one. <laughs> Uh, four, nine plus nineteen. He's- oh my God! All
2: right, uh, two two giant cookie cutter holes just punch out of this dude in a very anime style, blam blam, and he drops to the ground.
3: Well done. I told y'all. I told y'all not to fuck with us, but no, y'all had to go off and start some bullshit and brandish weapons and stuff like that. And this what that's what the hell's gonna happen?
6: Draw just goes yeah. B and she aims with her knife. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy Galen. <laughs>
1: <coughs> yes.
2: It is your turn.
1: Um. B is doing her best to remain unfazed by the chaos that is unfolding in the chamber that she is in um, and is still trained on the scientist. She's like, there's chunks of body blown on the side of B and she is still focused.
2: All right. Um,
1: And holding her turn.
2: I feel like... B is a very confident and confident and competent in her skills. So I feel like she is able to stay focused through the distractions and not accidentally shoot somebody.
1: And she also very much trusts the team that she's with. Yes. Like in her mind, everybody that she has been traveling with is, like, is family, which mm-hmm. I know it's because she's also very young and naive, but that's already what she is decided so she's just like nah these guys got this i know they got this i'm focused on this person over here
2: all right uh mox you have just heard a lot of gunfire erupt
5: is holding an action a thing yeah okay um yeah fuck it i'm not even gonna hold the action at this well because the first part of the action is drawing the gun and placing it directly on the back of his head. My forty-five.
2: Sure. Just- uh, with the distractions that he had on top of all of these other distractions, you are able to do that successfully.
5: And as the barrel
7: touches the back of his head, I want you to know that I'm sorry about this. What you've done is... I wasn't lying when I said it could change the world. And I could destroy your notes, destroy your experiments. But as long as you're still alive, you can do it again. The corpse can't have this. And
5: pulls the trigger.
2: Uh, alright. I'm. You can't miss at this point. So, I mean, uh, I'm fine with the role. Like, I can. Yeah, but it, rule of cool that that was just too good. That was too good a monologue. You successfully execute this crazy scientist, motherfucker. <laughs>
5: And now I pull out my glow and take pictures.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you you could fucking plug in and download. You could just take all his tablets. They are a little Bessie. A little, little bit of
3: brain matter on there now, yeah. <laughs> you need a Clorox wipe now, or two.
5: Is but not wanting fine. any reproduction of these notes. Is <laughs> fine with what he has in his head. So just that's the end and is going to... Is there all right. Else I want to do in here? Nope, start walking towards the all right,
2: other room. Um another thunderous gunshot rips through the room, echoing off the walls. Uh, dog, it is your turn. From your angle, you yeah. saw that happen, absolutely. And you saw you may not have heard the monologue over your ringing ears, so you don't know quite how cool it was. Um but you saw Mox just Execute this guy.
4: Just fucking kill. Well, uh,
2: uh,
0: so so
2: okay. There are two guards left. One. Uh, one. Two are dead. One is uh, kind of dropped down to his knees. He. He started to try to pull no he didn't he's not dumb he he like is holding the knife into his arm so it doesn't wiggle around yeah he has dropped his shotgun he yeah. is not a threat uh but there is one that is still momentarily up and reacting to these events Ooh.
0: okay all right so dog is bent over so, not slightly bent over, still doing his during all this chaos. Mm-hmm. And dog's going to try to do a cool 80s action move of like transitioning from the vomit sort of position, like
4: and be like, because
0: <laughs> dog's always packing. And yes. Just,
4: <laughs> Did the, you just bring the out the a quartic. water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> props
0: I got Foley and props Foley
6: <laughs>
2: props man just call me carrot top
6: there anything you can't do
2: this uh, show it. show y'all please <laughs> spread the word we are bringing so much to, th- to this content for you the listeners because we Thank love you. you so much this is, this is value entertainment right here value tainment all right so um are you coming up with a handgun or your shotgun uh my
0: handgun. I think the shotgun would be a little tough to rustle out from my sure. pants.
2: Um, Are you threatening him or are you shooting him? Oh, no.
0: I'm I'm straight up whipping it out from blah, 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 blah. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Take right. a shot. Dog, dog's ready. All Go. right. So I'm going to fire my pistol. I'm assuming it's blind firing because, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard to vomit. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. So fire two shots at him. Okay.
3: All right. Can you beat a five? We'll see. Caleb, your dice don't like you tonight.
2: (laughs) Well, earlier they were. I got like three twenties in a row. So, so sixteen on the first one and a five
0: on the second one. So still, still yours. I can't remember if it goes to the defender on a tie.
3: No, we're all about. We're all about attackers getting it on the, okay. the shelf
0: not yeah so yeah. so we're not playing risk okay yeah no. all right and then we're gonna roll a d12 for yep. the spots god i hope these are two completely different parts of the body that would perfectly illustrate the spread yeah all right so uh a seven so that will be the right arm for mm-hmm. the first one and then another seven for the second one, Don's aim is fantastic, even while trying to vomit. So you
2: you, you come up out of this uh, performance and just double tap this guy's arm.
0: Oh, that's a cattail. I hope it didn't wasn't too loud. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Okay, so then uh, let's see. For those of you those of you new to Identico, a uh, 40 cal pistol is three d8 damage. So what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna take your d8 and roll it three times. That's seven, six, and seven. Add that together. I can't. I'm not good at math. I'm from Kentucky. Seven plus seven, 14 plus six. That's 20 on the first shot.
5: Hey, at least we've insulted the British
0: and Kentucky. <laughs> They're my people. I can do it. That uh, yeah, doesn't count and, for him. And then, <laughs> That's my culture. Uh, and then eight for the second shot. So 28 total.
2: All right. This guy, you, you, this poor guy. Yes, yes. Um, he, again, slightly quieter thunder, but adding to the cacophony of what's going on in the silo. Uh, the poor little animals are yelping even more now because of all this noise going on. Uh, you, you, your two shots connect. Uh, this guy drops the shotgun. He screams in pain as his arm is hanging limp at his side. His other hand is trying to hold on to these wounds. You see blood oozing, spraying everywhere. He uh, he is no longer a threat uh, at this point in time.
0: Can uh, can I take the camera for a second? Of course. Dog, sweaty, having pulled up from vomiting, the camera zooms in on his face, and he's going to look and be like, yeah, but I was faking it.
2: <laughs> All right. The uh, heat of the moment has passed. Adrenaline is singing through all of your bodies right now, but you take a breath, the immediate threat is gone. Uh, Even with this chaos, no other guards run out. Uh, There is still one living guard, but he is just kind of panting and trying and wincing with every breath. Uh, Those of you who have a lot of experience with combat can easily tell he has lost the arm.
5: Mox would like to, as he strolls out from that room, a little bit of, you know, viscera and brain matter and skull fragments, I'm sure, uh, on his clothing. Catch. Just look around the room.
3: Oh, all right. The, the question is, with everything that Mox has been through, can we tell? <laughs> is he still has the other...
5: Now there's a little bit of skull fragment. Nothing yeah. else has really changed.
3: Gotcha. Okay. <laughs>
1: B is going to pick up a piece of one of the guards, take the armor and our clothing off of it, make sure it's nice and bloody, walk over to the cage, and put it through kind of like the entrance or near the entrance so that the babies can all smell the meat.
2: Uh, As you do that, you saw uh, that these guys were just wearing coveralls
1: <laughs> they had bad fashion i remember
3: and they were former members of slipknot
1: right
2: and you do that thing the the little babies uh, you, you see uh, there, there. Like I had said, there were a couple groups of pups huddled together. The one closest to you, they all start to kind of unfold and untuck from each other, and come over to the come over to the cage. One of them sticks their little bone covered snout out of a hole, and you see. It's definitely a tongue, but it's like midnight black, kind of lizardy.
1: Okay, cool. So, I did. B wanted to test the theory that they would go for the meat. B's gonna turn to the team. Go, guys. Do you know where any of the uh, any of the guards would be? Other than here, do you think we could sneak these babies out? Do you think we should go get the other miners, Or should we just leave all these assholes?
7: They've got to have a control room. And the control room has got to have an evacuation signal or something like that, right?
2: Yeah. Wh- one of the things, While yeah. you're talking, you hear a little bit of a thump. And you look over uh, one, one of the chairs... From behind one of the chairs had been tipped over you see the shaking figure of chev whose hands were like clasped over her ears you see her kind of coming down from a scream is, is, is it is it over what happened these Since
3: people Mark's- were very nice
6: Talk shit. You get fucked up. Puts her hands on her knees and just leans over and says this as calmly as she can.
2: <laughs> uh, Chev takes a deep breath, turns and vomits.
6: Oh, that's okay. In, that's of in,
2: yeah. in kind of a polite way. I get it.
5: <laughs> a high class vomit, you know.
2: <clears throat> I was. Oh, my God. She is rattled, like she is shaken. This is someone who has not seen that level of carnage, wanton carnage, in so quick a series of events. But she stands up and, okay. Uh,
7: So... Chev, is there an evacuation signal? Surely... They must have discussed, like, if things go bad, there'll be this siren or something. It lets you know to get out. Uh,
2: I... I don't... I don't know, but... Uh... The, he... The, she she points at the remains. Uh, this is... All of them.
3: <laughs>
6: oh! Convenient. Can
1: you go get your friends, you know, the other miners, and uh, get them topside so that oh. we can get these babies out of here so that we can just finish this shit?
7: Yeah. Don't don't um, leave. Don't exit the building yet because there are still those things
2: out there. So you yeah. might want to wait. Well, the, okay, so... And, like, you can see her trying to put her thoughts together. So they 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 usually uh locked us all into one of the the side hallways he he kept the keys on his belt and she points over to where the uh shredded clothes of the scientist are still laying on the ground uh, that's he they 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 put everyone in there when when y'all pulled up. Uh, that's what he that's what he went down to do when we were talking. I can I can go get them. I can, um, I can uh, should, what, what are we doing? What, are we leaving? Are we coming with
4: you? What? What, what do you want me to do right now? Like,
2: she just needs direction. Look, um, I'm going to go get the keys
7: from him, and then you get all of the other innocent people here, and um, unlock them and wait inside at the entrance. It's not safe out there yet, but it's also
2: about to be very, very not safe in here. All right, with with that clear instruction she her her almost shattered mind kind of latches onto that she takes the keys from you and she walks off uh trying to not see all of the blood and gore that is around her and she trot trot, trots up the stairs and you see her uh walk around the catwalk and go into one of these side doors like the one you had gone into to find the bathroom
5: Mox holding the detonator
7: after she leaves just looks at all of you. Step one, let's get our little insurance here safe and sound outside.
4: Then we can let all these kind people outside. Then we can blow this place to shit. Bet. Would it? Yeah. Uh... Is
0: there any uh... Mox, is there any is there any of that goo left in there? Mox just gives you a long look. Why? I mean, I don't know. Look neat. It is honestly
7: a shame to destroy it, but. Yep. That's we what I was thinking. thinking. If there's any of this left, first of all, I'm not even sure that we can control the way that he did. He said oh. that he'd done this many times, and this was not the final version. There are still some flaws in it. And if we leave any of it around, it might fall into oh. bad hands.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, my hands are good, but I yeah, I can see what you're saying. Okay, let's flush it.
4: Good point. All right, Um, I grow a conscience today.
2: So Mox, you had grabbed. uh, Think of a very typical janitor set of keys that very cliche. Uh, You grabbed the keys that. Chev needed Uh, you easily see that a couple of the keys are for the cage as well. Well, uh, there was a specific type of key that fit the lock that fit the lock you can just visually see it
4: um, does anybody have animal handling I
6: do but it's a minus one I have a one I have it I do two. You have a two we can handle the mammals
4: Handle him
2: All right so what is your plan other than unlocking the cage and and kind of baiting them out what is your plan to get them back through the silo up to the
4: surface
1: be i mean i was just thinking of you know you know how you lead a donkey with a, a dangling carrot i think that we could have The dangling carrot in front of them and lead them up the silo up into the shack and then let them out to see their uh, their families. And then I don't know just like chuck the meat out there. That way we don't have to worry about, you know, like cleaning up the crime scene or anything. We're gonna blow this shit up. If we want, we could have mocks like follow behind, make sure no stragglers are going. We could have like extra limbs or whatever.
4: Oh, yeah okay. four four combat shotguns
2: uh they the guards also had some small arms and uh like some ballistic clubs and the scientist guy had um like two 9 millimeters
3: okay so what we're going to do then here is uh, we're going to take these here shotguns and we're going to stand on either side just in case, just in case one of them gets a wild hair and we can't control the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you two get a little bit far down the way, like get up top, like start getting to go. We can get their attention with the stuff. Okay. Get, cause these boys are fast. Is they caught up to the windy bagel, okay? And then I want you to run as fast as you can and get them outside. And hopefully back to their families. And we'll come in, we'll kinda we'll kinda come in behind you and just kinda like easily kinda move them along, you know. Nothing too bad or anything like that. For all we know, they're gonna jump up and start licking us. But you know, just in case they wanna jump up and start biting our faces like kids do. You know, I'm, you know, I'm just saying you ever had a cat a kitten. It loves you, but then it like claws you, you know, it, it <laughs> like.
5: That was my first thought with the donkey uh, analogy. I was like, yeah, but if you tried being a tiger with a steak. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> but, yeah. baby but, but
2: baby tigers.
3: Yeah, but baby tigers have big paws still. That's what I'm saying. You know, you ever been to the zoo? I've been to a zoo. They got big I paws. Would still, cuddle.
1: would still cuddle 10 out of 10. Don't yeah,
3: care. I mean murder paws and all, you know, it's cool. <laughs> all right, so
2: this is an excellent plan. I love this plan. I would like a an animal handling check from Mox and B.
4: <laughs>
5: Thirteen. It was almost at
1: four. I am spending a reroll because I just got a two. So hold on, please. <laughs>
2: Thank you for that reroll, chat.
1: Thank you for that reroll, chat. Oh my god. Okay. I got a 13.
2: Cool. So <sighs> th- this is kind of like the. Uh, like the the off to the races moment where Mox and B are farther down the hallway here holding this bait and Galen and Dog are there with their weapons just in case. And I I kind of picture uh, (laughs) Drawl being the one to maybe like kick open the cage and back up real quick just in case.
6: She uses the tip of the knife and she's like this and she just flicks it and runs yep.
2: <laughs> so the the first little group the first little bundle of of creatures uh, are right there by the door and one of them was kind of leaning on it and it kind of like tumbles out uh, head over heels like like little animals are wont to do and it it does that thing where it kind of sits up and is really confused as it's looking around and it makes like a, a very inquisitive little bit of a yelpy noise and you see it start to sniff the air and that little tongue comes out very much like uh, a reptile or a lizard that is kind of scenting on the air through its tongue and then it turns over to where uh B is, and then it turns back a little bit because there's a little pool of blood right next to it. And it starts kind of licking it, but then it turns back and it starts to kind of trundle over towards you. And then a couple other ones start yeah. to follow it. And then you see that there is some form of communication between them. Like you hear the the yips and the yaps, uh, but they all start pouring out of the cage. They all, that, you know, when like the the big pack uh, of puppies is trying to get out of the very small door. That is what's happening here.
1: One hundred and one Dalmatians. Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so they are tripping and tumbling over each other as they are trying to all get out of this cage at the same time. Uh, If the cage had not been, like, staked to the ground, it probably would be tipping. A throng of these things trying to get out. And they... A couple of them get distracted, either by the pools of blood and gore, or just they're interested in uh Galen or dog. Uh but then like the other another one will come up right behind it and like bump into it and push it forward. And they all start uh following after Mox and B without trouble.
1: Y'all get as they run towards us, B's gonna start taking up off like taking off up the route that we had planned and Mm -hmm. all you hear is the doppler effect of come on baby (laughs) she she runs up the stairs
2: so uh this is a very comical scene in, in sharp contrast to the explosive murder that just happened within the last 10 minutes um we've got this running stream of inky black furry four legged little kind of things very uh uh, like very roly poly bear cub kind of size and stomping around but they've still got that uh skull elongated stag head it's very small it's proportionate to their bodies it doesn't have the horns or anything um and, and they're they just kind of so cute, don't they? They, they really do. <laughs> and and they're just tromping up the stairs, you know, one. And you are able to get them up all these stairs. There's a couple times where like one of them accidentally goes into a side hallway or an office and like Drawl or Galen has to be like, hey, come on, come on. S-s-s-s-s. Come on, come on. Spritz a little water on him to get him off the desk or something. Uh but you get them all outside. You go up, up the stairs. You're back in that shack that you first met, Chev in. Is Chev there? No. Chev. Was waiting with the rest of the miners in a different part of the silo. Crap. Um, well, Mox, what? Where the fuck are they? In, in her understanding, you told her to go get her friends and wait.
7: To go up, to get up, to get up close to the out, uh, the outside, but not go out. Damn it!
1: Mops, well, if you need to go find them, I, I can need take to go, go these find
7: them. Yeah, I'll be back. If I'm not back in thirty minutes, well, if you hear a boom, you should probably
2: leave. Uh, So
7: uh,
6: you have to be out of the. Building before it. Look, it's not the ideal situation. I'm just saying be prepared for it. Uh, uh, Okay, but we'll see for... We'll see for first. We'll see before the... Bye!
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Mox goes back as this stream of small baby creatures is, is trundling into and then out of this shack. Um... B, are you outside of the shack uh, like trying to tell them which way to go or are you just holding the door open and letting them run?
1: Uh, So I believe that B probably took whatever chunks of meat Mox was holding before he went down and is Standing with her back to, like, splay open the door, and just chucking the meat out the door towards the parents to, like, encourage them to keep going out that way. Yeah. Like, go on, kid. Find your bait. Find your mama. Find your daddy.
2: So, uh, the door opened in. So you could you open the door in. You're kind of holding it open. It is still broad daylight. Um, It's with all of this happening it's it's not even noon yet so you see you're kind of blinking into the light as it's streaming in to the shack you look back towards uh the two vehicles that were parked up on the ridge and you you chucked these body parts out into the desert and the first few of the little creatures are kind of glomming onto it and, the, and, and, and they're just playing with it and taking some bites and uh, that that's kind of encouraging the rest of them again they're kind of piling up at the door and trying to shove their way out um, you look at the vehicles and you see a couple of the larger creatures the ones you had fought Stepping out of the shadows that the vehicles cast and you see a, a physical change in their body language. Like you see the change from threatening to oh these are our babies and you hear them like calling to these small little pups, you heard them uh, like bellowing and roaring when you were fighting, and now you hear a similar volume, but a much more tender communication. like you you can tell you've been around animals before. you you know when a a parent is communicating with a pup and you hear that type of noise is being made and when the few that are uh, like kind of jumping on each other's heads to try to eat a piece of this leg that you have on the ground there you you see their heads perk up you see them kind of respond, you hear them yelp back in a very high-pitched, excited noise a little yipping and Uh, You see them start to scramble over each other again, just like they had been before, running up through the desert, kicking up little sand clouds as they are scrambling to get to uh, the two larger creatures that are by your vehicles. And within a minute, two minutes... Uh, All of these little pups have gone over the ridge. And you see those two larger creatures then kind of melt back into the shadows and drop out of eyeline.
4: That's...
2: So now you are all standing there in the shack. Um, it is shockingly
3: quiet. Wait, after the kick, if case. we're all there, can we give like the like wilderness nod and like to them and stuff to see if they like give us a wilderness nod back? Like, are we that sentient with these boys now? Or um, at this point, they're gone. Damn it!
2: Like they they have melded like. Uh, disappeared into the shadow. In your eye line, you kind of look up to the ridge, you see your two trucks parked there. You do not see their silhouettes or bodies anymore. So they've gone out of your eye line.
3: I was really hoping we could parlay for some like. Easy passage through their territory right. too. <laughs> I was like we're just gonna keep intention. getting our, we're just gonna keep getting our uh, our reputation level with all these different groups up. <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe they'll remember. Maybe we're right. We are friendly on the side of the Bago. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: uh, Galen, B, Dog, and Drawl are standing there in the like I said, shockingly silent Jack at this point, after all of the chaos that has just occurred that, uh, that silence of nothing happening is really nice. Mox, you went back down into the silo. Um, it doesn't take long for you to poke around and find where Chev is. Um, one of those side doors that you had gone in where the bathrooms were, like on another level, there was another very similar door, and you kind of hear the group before you get to them. And it's Chev, and it's maybe two dozen other folks.
7: Chev oh, good. I thought. You were gonna... Never mind. Um, glad I found you. Uh, we need to get out of here. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you.
2: Um, let's go. What? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so, so I know... I, I know the, the, the guards, the soldiers are gone, but what about the creatures? Are, are we in danger to try to leave? We haven't
7: <coughs> tested our theory yet. Um, however... We have good reason to believe that we are in less danger now and a hell of a lot less danger than we're going to be in if we stay here for too much longer.
2: Okay. All right. All right. And let's go. Let's go. And Chev has kind of uh, regained her faculties and her presence. And she is quickly getting everybody to exit and follow the instructions.
5: And as soon as they are ready, Mox just, you know, leads and then waits for people to pass, catches up, you know,
2: just herding them upwards. So, uh, do you want them to all try to go out the same way you came up, all piling into that same shack, or... Do you care if they take some different exits?
5: Crew, remind me. Did our glows work inside the silo to communicate with each other?
7: Damn.
5: Well, then until I have uh, talked with the people who make better plans than blow it up, we're going to
2: all go (laughs) to the shack. All right. So uh, within a few minutes, that silence in the shack is broken. You hear uh, the general... Quiet din of voices coming towards you. And within a second, you see Mox and Chev emerging from the tunnel with a big group of people behind him. And the, sh- the shack is pretty small. So all of you in there, it- it's kind of at capacity. So everyone is just kind of milling about in the hallway for a second. And you hear kind of chit chat. You're all uh, the. What's going on? Can we get out of here? Uh, what, what, there, there, you just hear that very muffled, confusing conversation of everybody talking at the same time about what's going on.
7: All right, uh, quick team huddle. Um, first question, Droll. Um, did our buddy Veek, did he happen to get paid ahead of time for this delivery? Um
6: Not that I'm aware of. As far as I know, you well, only get paid upon putter seat.
7: Well, he's going to be a little upset then. as no one really here to pay the bill.
6: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Which means we won't get paid again. So-
4: Hold,
1: on. Hold on. Zeke what? said he cared about these people. If we bring them back and tell him what we saved them from, I bet you he'd pay double.
7: Well, see, here, here's, here's my thing. This right here, this is a lot of people. Um, I don't know if two dozen could fit in the wind. I was about to say Wendigo. You see this? You see this? <laughs> in the windy bagel. And so we might need to clear some room in the vehicle to fit everybody.
1: That was that was kind of what I was thinking. I mean, I'm sure these guys look pretty hungry, anyways. If they want to like eat their fill right, clear some room, sit up on some of those pallets, be kind of like sardines, continue to clear some room. I think they should be fine, as long as we don't go over any speed bumps, right?
2: While you're talking about this, Chev kind of pipes up. Um, Hey, sorry, I I, I just want to jump in here for a second. So, you did actually bring the supplies we'd ordered from Zeke, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, um, well, yes, we've been trapped out here, but we still wanted to come out here to mine. Those so You want to stay th- here? I mean, we definitely need some equipment. Uh, there, There's <clears throat> some injuries we need to tend to, but we still came out here to make money. Did While you... we were doing our work, those guys found us and basically yeah. captured us all and forced us to help them and well, kind of frankly killed some of us until we did help them. So, uh, we we want to work.
1: Chef, that's all fine and dandy, uh, but do you have, like, I don't know, another shack to live in other than... Uh, this place because I don't think it's going to exist for much longer. I don't think it can.
3: Well,
2: we we built like five shacks and then we had the tunnels going back. Um, and then uh, we accidentally dug into the tunnels that went to the silo, which is how that guy ended up capturing all of us, sort of.
1: Mom, do you think you could control the C4 to, like, do a controlled demolition?
5: Yeah, that's what I'm... Because where the C4 is planted currently, you know, this is a silo, but I did not hear that we were, at least in that immediate space, in, like, an active silo. So if it were detonated there, would it simply, at least according to my fairly decent knowledge of explosives, likely simply destroy and collapse that immediate area or does it seem like it would cause enough problems that would lead to a much
2: bigger boom with as far back and deep as you went the explosives that you sent would definitely have a big impact on the silo itself but it's not like it would collapse the entire area and turn it into a sinkhole. I was basically asking,
5: is there a missile that's just going to, like, set off the uh,
7: <laughs> the payload on? No. Yeah, I think, um, well, you certainly won't be able to use the silo anymore. Well, we didn't want now. to use the silo. Well, that, that, hey, 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 take a sec. I'm on your side here. Um, might not notice. Covered in bad guy brain. Um... So I think um, if we just get everyone out of here before this, um, we should be fine. Uh, May I make one suggestion, though? If there is anyone who has been dissuaded from staying out here from this experience, if any of you want to come
2: back with us, we have room. So let's kind of montage a little bit here. So what's going to happen is the miners are all going to talk and chit-chat back and forth a little bit. And what's going to happen <clears throat> is that the the vast majority of them want to stay and want to work. So they will start, uh, when they see that the creatures are gone, they will start unpacking Zeke's truck. Uh, they will... Uh, move things into some of the other shacks that you haven't been in yet. And uh, the end decision is that they will um, start to just kind of rebuild and start to work on some of the mining equipment that had been damaged and destroyed. And maybe four of them are going to come back in Zeke's truck uh buy more stuff and then bring it back themselves. What Chev told you, and she can go into more detail as this whole conversation is playing out. Like they really did go out there to try to find this vein of minerals or or some old tech to try to salvage it, but then these Random dudes uh, found them and threatened and, and killed some of them until they all started basically being their, their workers to work in the silo on what that guy was doing. Um, Mox, you said you had looked at everything on the desk but you did not take any pictures. I did not. Okay. And the reason for this is if it's
5: on a device, if it's digital, someone else can access it. It can be shared
2: and replicated. Absolutely. He doesn't want that. Okay. No problem. No problem at all. Um, so the miners are all getting, getting the supplies unboxed out of the truck. Uh, it takes most of the day because, I mean, it's it's hot. They're, they've all been exhausted. They're not in great physical health. Uh, so it takes a while. But they're able to unpack everything. And as the sun starts to go down and it gets a little bit cooler, um, they are all standing outside kind of enjoying the fresh air after having been trapped for so long. And... Uh, there, you hear them chit-chatting about how they're going to rebuild and what they're going to do, and it seems like everything's fine. And they say, "Well, hey, um, we we we're going to head back in Zeke's truck. Do we do we all want to go together? Do we want to head out together?"
1: I mean, uh, we promised that we'd get Zeke's truck back to him. So, yeah, okay. that would probably, that'd be a good idea. Perfect. Yeah.
2: All right. Um, so, Chev is not one of the ones coming back. It's for other miners. And it's not like you met them before, but you interact with, with them during this day of unpacking and hanging out. So, you're on speaking terms with them, no problem. And you start to drive back.
3: We're going to need to take the long way, though. We can't take them through DJ territory. We're going to do the long way. So we
2: will again montage this longer drive because it was a few days. There's
5: one detail of the montage that still needs to be said. And that is once trucks have been unloaded, everyone has gotten in and cleared the space. Mox making sure everyone is at a relative as safe a distance as possible and just kind of pauses for a second trigger in hand shakes his head. What a waste. Boom.
2: So this was pretty far underground. So it's not like you hear it or really feel a huge impact. Uh, But you know that it went off. <laughs> and in this very
5: anticlimactic way, just shaking his head, what a waste!" And with no real notice, just a... Hmm. gets in the windy bagel and says hello to Argos.
6: Um, and as you get into the windy bagel and uh, drawl gets into... Zeke's truck with B. She sits down in the passenger seat. She pulls up the glow. Everybody smile! And sends a photo to Zeke.
2: (laughs) Uh, So now that you are back outside and after Mox had pressed the detonation, your glows work fine.
3: Uh, Cheeky-breaky.
2: Um, so you all start to drive back. It's a long few days, but nothing really happens. So everyone can take turns, uh, sleeping, talking, catching up. The the windabago has some damage. So it's a little bit of a breezy drive.
3: (laughs) Everything Um, in the back is covered in sand now, isn't it? Yeah. God. Yep. That's never... that's and never coming out. God. Ugh.
2: But you're also able to uh, trade back and forth driving with uh, the other the miners that were driving Zeke's truck and during the evenings when you take a break and you take shifts sleeping, you know, you're you're sitting around the campfire, you're trading stories. It's all shockingly calm. It's a pleasant little road trip Mox um, you had the you had that big janitor key ring when you were in the silo. you had given uh, a couple of the keys to Chev. you'd gone through the keys to find the... Uh, the cage keys when you were letting the animals go free. Did you keep that ring or did you give it back to Chev before you left?
5: As far as I know, I kept it. I didn't say otherwise. Okay, cool.
2: So at one point or another during this long drive, you're probably fiddling with it, just kind of going through the keys. um, You notice... And somehow you had kind of skipped past it once or twice. Um, But kind of buried in the middle of this key ring, there's a a piece of metal on it. It's not really a key. It's more of like a... (coughs) Like a a dangly keychain decoration thingy. And you look at it and you, you maybe look past it once or twice and it didn't really catch your eye but this is a long trip and you can only fiddle around with Argos so much so at some point you're just kind of uh, anxiously not anxiously but like just flipping through the key that's become a little routine you do just kind of fiddling with them as you're driving or sitting in the passenger seat next to somebody and you uh, end up with this kind of key fob and you look and at some point you start to look at it in a little more detail and maybe the second day it clicks what the shape is Uh, and you you remember back to that very first night in solace When uh, a certain someone handed a business card to B, and it's this very stylized, uh, angular, feline cat head. And isn't that just a weird coincidence?
5: Assuming that B and Drawl are still in the other vehicle, I'm gonna wait to bring this up to B's attention
2: until the next time we stop. Oh yeah, and in in, in the course of this drive, there's plenty of times when y'all are taking breaks, hanging out, switching who, whose vehicle you're driving with. It plenty of times to have a conversation at any point,
7: B. <clears throat> this uh does
2: look familiar to you
1: Can I see that closer real quick Can I Puts it up real close to her face <laughs> You know I think I saw it Hold on She like runs up into the windy bagel Digs in the pack of junk that's mm-hmm. been placed there so many, so many days ago, and comes back with a very crumpled and scratched up business card.
2: <laughs> now, the the business card you had gotten from Callisto,
1: yeah, was
2: a very thin, like razor thin metal but it had still been kind of crumpled and scuffed up in your backpack, but it has the exact same logo.
1: Here. What do you think this means?
7: I think it means that our friend back then, your friend right there have had some dealing the- he did. Boots. Well, hold on. Who does this friend of yours, this Callisto, where's she from again?
1: Uh, she she said she was from the one of the mega cities. She was from with that group that you were supposed to meet. Remember when you were talking about dark wave generators? Oh, that
7: with her, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She peeled off, and then Galen wingmaned for me.
7: Well, then that i'm very sorry to crush any ambitions of whatever you had with this collector, but um i'm guessing that a dark wave generator wasn't the only piece of interesting technology she and her associates might have been interested in he mentioned to me before his unfortunate accident with a 45 um that he had interest from Big individuals with big pocketbooks. Corporations. Maybe from the plexus.
1: Oh, not upset or hurt. Yeah, a little
7: upset. I mean, I can see it. It, 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 It's all right.
1: She was hot, but uh, most of the time when I'm picking people up at bars, I'm doing it so that I can um, maybe get some secrets. I didn't get much secrets from her. There was too much other things going on that night, but... Um,
5: when you say you didn't get too much secrets, Mox is just going to hold up the key fob and the business card next to each other.
1: Okay, oh. fair. <laughs> well, I think you did. So, uh, think we should contact him?
7: I, I, um, <clears throat> I think it's something we maybe... Should think over a little bit before we do, but I certainly have some questions.
1: Is anybody else in on this conversation or is it just me and Marks? Hey,
7: girl, Galen, dog, this seems import- <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, this is, this
3: is uh, important. Yeah, important. Galen saunter what? over. <laughs> what?
1: So y'all remember that uh that ten that I got to uh take Jesus home. Jesus Christ. Thanks Listen.
0: Oh. Juicy soup mommy.
1: Yeah, juicy yeah. soup mommy. <laughs> Jesus
0: uh- <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> Listen, you ain't the only you only ain't the only thing I pitch tent for. <laughs> Mox is nope. just gonna keep that in his little mental notebook.
1: Mox no will fits. remember that. <laughs> <new>.
5: <laughs> Your relationship meter with Mox increased by one. Mox approves.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, so uh, after we had our um, time together, she gave me this business card, and um, Mox found this.
0: Juicy suit, mommy.
1: And I point out everybody at Mox's hands.
7: Unfortunately, I didn't get to sleep with anyone to get this.
1: I don't think she would have swung your way. No offense, bro.
7: (laughs) Fair enough. So, um, I think this is not over. It's a cat.
3: Yeah, An astute a, yeah. observation, there, dog. God, you're so pretty. What the fuck you want
0: from me? You called me over to show me a kitty cat pin. It's a cat. Look, dog. This this key fob brought here.
7: It was on the keychain of the big fuck or the fucker down there who knows how to use that Wendigo icker. And that that business card that came from her tryst, who happens to be with a rather. Affluent organization, oh. who was also interested in purchasing a dock wave generator, a handheld one. They, they've got. Do you them. think
0: they're related? Like her brother, Jesus Croft.
3: I don't think it quite works like that. <laughs> I, I, I think this conversation
2: will go on a little bit into the night, so we can let that happen. Uh, It is maybe another day or so before you get back to Solace. Um, Again, very uneventful, thankfully calm. Um, On that final night as you're driving up, uh, Galen, you are driving the Winnebago, obviously, Um, you see the kind of proximity alarm on your radar pop up. And you see that something is blocking the road ahead of you.
3: Can I make out what it is?
2: it it's a pickup truck oh. like an armored pickup truck
3: uh not again <laughs> uh can we pull it up is- to it and slow down a little bit
2: yeah absolutely okay so a- as you pull up the floodlights on the truck flick on
3: goddamn
2: and uh, you you see that this is like an older pickup truck that's been retrofitted with some bolted on armor. Uh, you see a couple gun mounts on the side, but like really s- like small arms, small machine guns.
3: This is a Toyota Hilux in the middle of Afghanistan. Let's just be real about it. <laughs>
2: V- a valid description thank you <laughs> so uh you see this there and it's it's almost like there's a, a moment of uh performance and then you hear a a kind of a clunk as someone steps up into the bed of the truck and it you see a figure and it's it's hard to see against the light um but you see this figure kind of shoulder a rifle and and yell, uh, not into a, a loudspeaker, just yell across the, the gap at you. Hey,
3: Galen! He's gonna lean out the window to his to the driver's side. Yeah, the fuck Remember are me? you? You you remember me? Boy, I can't see you, man. Oh.
2: And he he, he kicks a switch and the lights dim a little bit. <laughs> remember me now? And it takes a second to kind of push your memory back, but uh, remember on on your way out to pick up Mox. There, there was that poor little kid who tried to gank your truck and you fucked
3: him right up. <laughs> oh, dipshit McGee. Rev. Oh. Right. Dipshit Rev. Got it.
2: You assholes fucked up my application run My trial run, I had to start all over from scratch and, and now, now I'm going to kick your ass.
3: Did you go back and get the, uh, my little warlord kit from, from the cave? Now you think you can do some shit? They sold a kit? Yeah. How the hell do you think they all get started? But wait. You are you don't be a dick. I get out
2: get out I'm, shh. And he's just spluttering over his words and he uh he yells down to somebody who's in the front of the truck cuz the truck is parked sideways across the road so and the guns are mounted to shoot forward. He's like, oh, "Turn switch back back up. Aim the aim the guns at them. You dummy." And so whoever's driving the truck uh, like, throws it into reverse to try to uh, pull it around so that the guns are pointing towards you. And this whole thing is just laughably comical, especially in light of the trauma you have experienced in the past few days. But there is still an individual who's moving his vehicle to aim guns in your general direction.
3: Can can as as they're backing up, can I just like take the Winnebago and drive around the back of the truck and just keep going?
2: Before you can do that. Oh. You hear a crunch.
4: <laughs> oh, and it no. sounds
2: it sounds like a vehicle impact, like <laughs> a truck hitting something. And you 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 hear a yelp. And you hear a tumble, and, and you, you, in the light, you see that Rev has fallen out of the truck, onto the desert, onto his ass, just like before.
3: See, this and is then, why you always—this is why OSHA was created. You always wear a safety belt.
2: And then you hear another crunch, another impact, and you hear a ripping of metal— a rending of metal. And you've heard that sound before when the Winnebago was getting fucked up by some monsters.
3: (laughs) He backed into a, a, a rock and he's just now ripping up the side of his truck. Isn't he? You look into
2: the shadows and you see two massive nine foot tall, Inky black, dag headed monsters bodily dreading this truck and throwing the pieces across the desert.
3: Hey, Larry, Barry, I appreciate it.
2: Rev's I appreciate it. I got you. Is screaming bloody murder. And running away into the desert away from these things after seeing the shapes. Uh, These two things tread this truck and one of them looks over and kind of gives the truck, not the truck, the Winnebago a once over seeing you all through the windshield and and you get kind of the nod appreciate it and and they melt into the darkness
7: okay that would the coolest fucking thing ever right that's not just me that would fucking cool right
3: just don't let them know that you murdered like their cousin or something like that like i mean in fairness they attacked us but still maybe you know don't let them know that yeah Their other brother, Daryl, that might be on the back of the winded bagel. His balls. So
2: you are able to get back to Solace, no problem.
3: Wait, is Uh, Rev still alive at this point? Like as I drive by, or is he just gone now?
2: You can hear him shrieking, losing his mind in the desert at seeing these two unholy creations.
3: As as I drive past. (laughs) Uh, I just kind of lean out the window, and be like, "Try this home kit next time; it'll be easier."
2: So you get back to Solace. Uh, as you get to kind of your normal parking spot at the top, the the miners peel off with Zeke's truck and say, "Oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna head right down to Zeke's. We'll meet you down there." Bill is sitting outside in his little lounge chair and he sees you pull up the fuck did you get into uh
6: well it uh it clearly got into us and she slaps she slaps galen on the shoulder she just walks by and let him have this conversation
3: yeah it'd be like that desert's a hell place at night just you know you know bill you know you know
2: Ain't it the truth? And he kicks open his little duct taped up igloo cooler, and there's some warm beers in there.
3: Uh, and he points yeah. at one. Yeah, oh. uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to get the tent out tonight, bud, and he'll take one and just start <laughs> just taking a big old,
2: big old chug. So, uh, we'll again fast forward a little bit. Um, maybe it's. Later that night, or or the next day, and uh, we we're in Ferdy's bar, and all of you are sitting around a table. Yes,
1: B. Did did we get paid?
2: <laughs> okay. that, that's what I'm getting to.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: <laughs> getting there. So all of you are sitting around a table. Uh, you all have drinks. You all have food. You're just kind of sharing this experience of having survived all of it. Zeke uh, has bought you all dinner and given you an open tab. Uh, He is actually just leaving as this scene is uh, starting here. He has just come in and... He was kind of chit-chatting with drawl about the situation, about the stories the the miners told him. He is uh, thanking her and her, and her crew for bringing back such great customers who are now ordering brand new equipment and new vehicles and blah blah blah. Um, so all of that is resolved. You have you all have some great food. Ferdy is so glad to see all of you alive. They are so interested to hear this story. Uh, the 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 far bly is popping this evening. Um, someone's playing some music in the corner. A bunch of people are like trying to dance but they're all trying to do different dances and they're all just running into each other and it's this little pocket of chaos in the corner and they keep bumping into these tables and the tables are just plywood on top of barrels so the tables keep falling over and Ferdy's yelling at them. Um, the one, A couple of the video screens, the monitors, Ferdy had bought some new ones because Dog just... Never bothered to fix them. So uh, a couple channels of news are playing across the screens. Uh, You hear this kind of cacophony of chit-chatting. But this is like joyful (laughs) compared to the events of, of the past few days and weeks. Coming back to this controlled, living, thriving chaos of solace is so invigorating and calming and, and revivifying for all of you. You all feel wonderful. And you have an open tab and a great meal. Um, various things are playing on the news, uh, different um, old videos and movies, but also some news coming out of the plexes. There's also some news coming out of kind of the free markets here and there is there is there anything that might catch anybody's interest or attention like a like an interesting blurb or an interesting story maybe they hear someone talking about in the bar like is there anything that is just interesting to your characters
6: so drawl who has been in this bar many many times um and is very used to the symphony of sound that is living in solace. Um, And when she walks into the room and, and they get everything given to them, she just nestles up to a table um, and she kind of lets everything uh, drone out around her. Kind of like the teacher from Charlie Brown (laughs) except the commercials on the TV And when the Mm -hmm. commercials come up on the TV for whatever it is, everyone shut the fuck up. (laughs) And she stands up and she takes her drink and she's watching. She's watching the commercials as if they were cartoons. She's thoroughly involved in it. Yeah, every kiss begins with K. Dumb motherfucker. (laughs) She sits down.
5: Good to know the diamond industry is still doing just fine.
6: Blood diamonds are always popular.
5: They're forever.
3: <laughs> Galen will lean over to Dog, and he'll point at one of the screens, and will be like, all right, so follow me on this one, all right? Yeah. There's this schoolgirl, okay? And, you know, she's having to fight other people in the school for dominance, but, like, oh. her... Her uniform can, like, talk to her and shit, and it oh, gives my. her, like, special powers and shit. I don't understand it. They call him a Goku, which is weird because Goku was the name of that one dude in the other anime. It don't make a whole lot of sense to me. But, what? like, and she fights with scissors. It's real weird, but I think it might be up your alley. You know this purse? It's a TV show. Oh, it's a TV show. It is yeah. Oh. I used to watch it all the time. Oh, cool.
0: You said it was an anime.
3: Yeah, anime. Anime.
0: Anime. A
3: N I M A E. Anime. Anime.
0: Anime. Yeah. Anime. Anime. Okay. Anime. yeah. And anime drew this. Is what? It, well, okay. it's,
3: it's from it's from it's from back far out. It's from Japan, I think.
0: Okay, okay. They got yeah, cussing like the and
3: boobies and stuff like that in it too. It's any from. There's America. like
2: a retro station on the grid that's been bringing back a lot of these old shows.
3: There's there, it's making and some then new ones. At the end of it, there's like oh. a the, like a bunny logo that comes up, like imported by kind of thing. Oh,
0: that's cool. What? Uh, nice. Let's. did that? Do we get that channel here? we get we yeah 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 yeah, yeah. what okay dogs and take out his glow and start typing yep <laughs> making a note okay play
6: <laughs> tracks of land
2: uh mox is there anything that maybe caught your interest Not on the news right now, though,
5: obviously, if that stylized feline icon came on the screen, I would definitely pay attention to anything involving that. But otherwise, he's over at Ferdy's jukebox, which is, you know, they're all MP3 anyway. Um, it's all digital. It's not like she has the vinyls, which is why he's very irritated. You can literally
7: download any music onto this, and this tripe is what you choose to play in here?
2: Ferdy ignores you. They're too busy.
7: God damn it. No taste.
5: Um, Mox is going to plug his glow in <laughs> and, like, hack the uh sound files a little bit and just start replacing.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Um a couple things as you're at the at the bar at the at the jukebox doing that, you definitely hear some of the locals at the bar talking about things. And there it's just kind of day-to-day chit-chat about stuff. Um, one thing that you hear a couple different groups of people mention um, and the fact that like you kind of hear that repetition of a fact of a story, that's what draw, drew your ear to it, kind of pulled it out of the chaos of the bar. You heard a couple people talking about uh, car thieves. uh you you, he- you heard about some vehicles being stolen you heard about uh like some farm equipment being stolen it, it it just it's so random but it pops out of the conversation at you and it's mostly just people saying oh yeah did you hear about that 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 the, the Johnson's truck getting stolen oh i thought I thought his ex blew it up. No, no, no! It got stolen, and it's just like weird versions of the same story. But it stuck out to you. Uh, but none of them had any actual details or concrete information. It was just like bar stories being traded back and forth and getting exaggerated. I'm just gonna file that away in the old noggin for now. Uh. B, was there anything that stuck out to you or happened in the bar? Were you just hanging out with Ferdy?
1: B is quite a few drinks in, just trying to de stress. And um there's a commercial that comes on that's like one of those like old animal shelter commercials, you know, with the Sarah McLaughlin mm-hmm. song in the background, right? And she's she was you know just kind of like chilling, letting Ferdy do their thing, and all of a sudden Ferdy, <laughs> is just gonna hear B, like, "I miss
6: them," <laughs> <laughs> and just like starts crying. <laughs> Drawl, who is watching the commercial, knowing what was going to happen, looks over with her beer. God. <laughs> Damn it. Goes over and offers to wrap her arm around and still tries to get a drink. Cause she's, you know. Do I
1: mind too? They were just so cute. So cute. And they help. Yes.
6: Good babies.
1: Good babies.
2: And in this touching moment, uh, the camera kind of starts to zoom out a little bit. Ferdy is on their way over, concerned about B, trying to figure out what the hell is going on.
6: Draw pushes her into Ferdy's arms. I don't fucking know.
2: And uh, the 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 curtain, it draws on this night. Very much the the happy ending of a Cheers episode. Everyone's in the bar. Everyone's happy. And it's such a dark contrast to the trauma you all have experienced, but it feels that much sweeter from having earned this moment of rest and victory. And that is where we will end this episode, leaving the crew on a high note of survival and success Thank you all for being here for episode 10. Uh, Keeping it hopping in the chat. Uh, Thank you future audiences (coughs) on the YouTubes and the podcast. I hope you enjoy all the Foley work and long moments of silence and meaningful facial expression uh, that we did for that audio content. Uh, please come back <laughs> next Tuesday. That should be the 21st of November for another episode of Chaos Incorporated. We are nearing the end of season three, and it is wild. We've got some big stuff coming up. So as they say, hold on to your butts. It is time for so longs. Let us hear from our lovely cast about who they are, what they're doing, and uh, general things they want to share. M- Mallow.
3: Uh, Hi, you can follow everything that I am doing uh, at The Mellow Man uh, just about anywhere uh, on the planet. Uh, There we will be talking about more and more of the things that we are coming out with. We are so close to releasing even more content for you for Identico. It's at the editors. I cannot wait. Uh, So take a look there and take a look at the rest of our social channels. Uh, We've got a ton of stuff coming up for you uh, before the end of the year, actually. So, Woo!
2: Is there is there maybe a Merry Heistmas?
3: Possibly. It is a tradition. I can also tell you, I think, with certainty at this point in time, that we will be doing uh, partnering with our friends at Rook and Rasp for the IGDN uh, charity streams coming up Woo. in the beginning of December. So we'll put out even more about that here soon. But uh, Michael uh, from our Chaos Incorporated, uh, myself, and I think. Uh, uh, a few others are going to be taking advantage of all of that and, and helping out uh, as we raise money for uh, minority game developers out there. So we will keep you keep an eye on our socials. We'll give you all the details to h- come and hang out with us and donate and have some fun because we're going to have some really goofy, goofy uh, one shots that we're going to play for you. And I cannot wait.
2: Cool. Uh, wild. Um,
1: yes. Hello. Thank you for coming here tonight. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on things I'm wildling011 on just about everything I just am a social media recluse which is kind of hard because I do a lot of random things like podcasts so if you see me there I'll probably be shitposting and if you want to interact I will interact back so yeah thanks for being here tonight see you next time
0: Pete hey. It was wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. You can follow me on all socials at the mallow man. See what I'm into. I look a little different on other cameras. Yes, it's cute. Thank you.
2: That's for sure. Uh,
0: you can also check out the uh, new ish YouTube channel, Humanoid HQ. Hell yeah, do it. There are still some videos up of me talking. That's that's all I got.
3: Let's he adds so do much it. to those videos, too. He's a very handsome man on the camera.
0: Do it. I, it's on a better camera than this one. Yes. <laughs> that's all. It's, thank you.
2: Lauren.
6: I'm in places on the internet. Good luck finding that. Mm-hmm. uh now on thousand faces <laughs> cosplay or 95 percent lauren i am wiggling my booty making dumb content and just being overall a nuisance uh, most everywhere online so if That's you catch it. me in the act no you didn't
2: <laughs> <laughs> and ethan
5: I am the other half of Thousand Faces Cosplay. You can find us pretty much anywhere: Thousand Faces or Thousand Faces Cosplay. Uh, lots of D and D and TTRPG content on our TikTok and YouTube. And we are also back this Saturday on Woo! Misty Mountain streaming with the campaign that I am DMing of uh, Wild Beyond the Witchlight, where Lauren plays a stoner tortle named Bodie. So, if you ever want a very different tone than this game though oddly similar at times like when we're leading fluff
2: balls with bloody meat um yeah then check out that and those episodes are available on youtube as well right correct
5: the uh first four five i think are currently on thousand faces cosplay youtube if you want to start catching up the others will be coming soon
2: Wonderful. And I am on all of the socials at the Caleb G. You can find me here for Chaos Incorporated here and there with Farm to Fable and taking up a lot of space in the archives of the RPG Academy. That is it for today. See you next week. Same cyber time, same cyber station. Good night. We love you. Take care of yourself. Uh, be healthy. Touch some grass. Take your meds. Drink some water. Have a snack. Put something away that you forgot to put away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give yourself something nice. Yeah. And... We'll see you next time. We love you. Goodbye.
4: Love
3: you. Neon Trails is Ethan as Mox, Lauren as Drawl, Pete as Dog, Wild as B, me Mallow as Galen, and the Caleb G is our game runner. You can learn more about the game we play on this podcast by going to www.playidentico.com. You can join us live for these sessions every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash Identico. And you can watch along with past episodes and see additional content like how to play videos over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Identico. Finally, you can follow along with us on the socials at Identico on Twitter and at Humanoid Games on threads and Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone.